Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cocoa Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Real Talk. You are live with your host for this evening, Sharon Hamilton. And for our first-time listeners, I am Sharon Hamilton. I'm a realtor with Concord Realty Group and the founding team member of Healthy Real Estate and Associates, which is a network of real estate professionals coming together to properly care for and service your real estate needs. And I'm very excited to be back with Real, real Estate Real Talk and I'm even more excited to be with you this evening, coming alongside Andrea Haridos, who did an excellent job last month in sharing the various types of financing and grant options with you. She and her host and her guest, excuse me, did an excellent job sharing a wealth of information in regards to grants and the various types of loans. Now, tonight I'll be joining in the discussion of specialty mortgages. Now, just to redisclose, I am a realtor. Um, I'm a realtor who has a strong network of resources, allowing me to offer medical professionals and valuable services. However, I am not a mortgage lender, nor am I a financial advisor. So if you have any lender-specific questions regarding tonight's topic, please email hreassociates at gmail.com. And I'll repeat that email is hreassociates at gmail.com for those of you who may have lender-specific questions, again, regarding tonight's topic. If you email that address, one of our associates will be happy to respond to your request and answer your questions directly. So to recap, last month, Andrea highlighted FHA mortgages, grants, and she also touched on some USDA and VA loans very briefly. Now, this evening, our discussion will focus on the physician mortgage, or what others may call the doctor loan. So for those of you who are in, thinking of getting in, or you may know of someone in the medical field, you may just want to take some notes, because tonight I'll be giving a high-level overview of the doctor loan, its benefits, and who qualifies. However, to help you follow along on tonight's show, like and follow us on Facebook, please and thank you, Real Estate Real Talk and Healthy Real Estate and Associates. On these pages, I've provided a real estate glossary. Since it's likely I may be using some real estate jargon that some of you may be unfamiliar with, I'm hoping this is a tool that will help you follow along and be a guide as you listen back and hopefully share tonight's podcast with family, friends, um, colleagues, whomever, but hoping this will be a tool to help you and guide you along on tonight's show. So also, if you happen to be on Facebook while tuning in uh, this evening and you happen to have a question for me, feel free to inbox me a message on Real Estate Real Talk 
or post your questions directly on our page, and I'll answer you live on air at the end of the show. I'll answer questions at the end of the show to the best of my ability for those who email or um, post those questions to our Facebook page. So to begin, to piggyback from last month's show, financing options vary based on qualifying buyers. To qualify for a doctor loan, you, of course, have to be a doctor. Does it matter what type of doctor? Yes. Yep, it sure does. So the doctor loan is for medical doctors and eligible, and the eligible professions within that field include residents, fellows. It includes doctors of osteopathy, doctors of ophthalmology, doctors of podiatric medicine, doctors of dental medicine, doctors of dental science, doctor of pharmacy, veterinarian doctors, and doctors of optometry. Now, just a brief side note, a lot of the information I'm going to be providing tonight is going to be based on the lender of your choice. So just please keep in mind that the professions that I just listed, every lender may not offer the doctor loan to every profession that I just mentioned. So you might find a lender who only offers it to half of the list that I just mentioned. Or you may find lenders, for instance, I work with a lender who offers all of the professions I just mentioned, which is why I mentioned them. Uh, however, you may also find a lender who works with all the professions I just mentioned in addition to some that haven't been mentioned. So just um, make sure that you are aware that every lender doesn't offer the doctor loan to all the professions that are mentioned on tonight's show. But I will repeat that the doctor loan, in order to qualify for the doctor loan, you, of course, have to be a medical doctor. And its eligible professions include residents, fellows, doctors of, I'm sorry, excuse me, doctors of osteopathy, doctors of ophthalmology, doctors of podiatric medicine, doctors of dental medicine, doctors of dental science, doctor of pharmacy, veterinarian doctors, and doctors of optometry. I'm sorry to go so slow, but I'm assuming our listeners tonight are taking notes. But if I didn't mention one of your specialty fields, give me a call because we do work with some pretty awesome and aggressive specialty lenders who may be able to make exceptions on a case-by-case basis. It's happened in the past, but I'm not making any promises. But if I didn't mention it, give me a call and we – I'm sure our lenders can see what they can do to get you qualified under this loan. If not, they can assist you in other ways anyway. So if you happen to be asking yourself, well, why would I consider even consider the doctor mortgage product over an alternative mortgage? Well, I think that's a fair and valid question. However, you would also need to ask yourself, would you rather put down 20% or obtain 100% financing? I think that's a pretty clear answer. Or how about even saving yourself several hundred dollars a month because you don't have to pay PMI, which is private mortgage insurance, by the way. Um, these are benefits that we typically see when using when we have buyers using VA or USDA loans. I personally don't know where you can get 100% financing up to $1.5 million and not have to pay PMI outside of the doctor loan. But, hey, I tell you what, if you are listening and you know of another existing product like this one, please use that same email address mentioned earlier, hreassociates at gmail.com, that I shared, and let me in on the, the products. I like to be 
up on the latest and greatest products so that I can make them um, available to my clients. So if you're willing to share, I'm willing to receive. I don't know it all, but I'm willing to learn more. But, um, you know, but seriously, I we typically don't see this with um, unless we're working with VA or USD loans, but I personally think it's, it's great to extend these benefits to doctors, which are the caretakers of our medical needs, who spend the majority of their time, I find they spend the majority of their time working and are recouping from working hectic hours and dealing with some pretty deep stuff and having to go home and deal with, I'm sure, life like we all do. But um, in my opinion, I think it's pretty cool. But, excuse me, moving along, as a doctor, there are a lot of variables that can disqualify you under standard conventional underwriting guidelines, which may not necessarily be the case using the doctor loan, which is another reason to consider the doctor loan if you are a medical doctor that qualifies. So such as proof of income, um, traditionally for 1099 independent contractors or the self-employed, you would normally be required to provide up to at least two full years of tax returns in order to prove your income which translates into having to be on a job for at least three years before you can even qualify for a standard conventional loan. However, with the doctor loan, you have a little bit more flexibility with that uh, when it comes to providing your income. Say as a 1099 or a self-employed physician can qualify with as little as six-month income history under this type of loan, which helps doctors actually become homeowners a lot sooner using this loan. And to add to that, there are lenders who will go as far as to qualify you based on an employment contract or an offer letter. Now, note that although you could pre-qualify just based on an employment contract, you would eventually need to show proof that starting your new role within a certain time frame. And just note that that time frame is typically within 60 to 90 days after closing. So, to my point, not only do you have the ability to own a home sooner, you can close on a home before you even start working again with proof that you will start working within the next 60 to 90 days. Um, but it is pretty um, pretty cool and a pretty big deal for professionals in this field, and especially for those with families trying to move children in before the school year starts um, or trying to avoid having to move twice, which isn't fun for anyone regardless of what industry you're in. So why are banks extending these benefits to just doctors? Well, I mean, pretty much it's all about leverage. These loans are just as favorable to lenders as they are to borrowers. See, uh, medical professionals tend to have a strong payment history and historically stable and increasing income for physicians. So banks offer doctor loans as an entry point and hope to gain bank, other banking and financial services, such as checking or savings accounts or investment accounts or any other accounts that you can think of for that matter, which means that most banks, at least the banks that I normally work with, that offer this loan may, qual- may require you set up a checking account in which your new mortgage will automatically be drafted from that account. Um, so when applying for these loans, you want to make sure that you're asking those types of questions. And just in general, when applying for these loans, you want to make sure that you're asking as many questions as you can think to ask up front. And you also want the information up front, of course, prior to pre-approval. And just remember, there are no stupid questions, okay? Um, hopefully, uh, through tonight's show, you're taking, you're taking notes um, of this information um, in order to compose your own list of questions 
to ask lenders. And remember, this is an investment we're talking about. Be sure to ask what you don't know, especially if this is new to you. The last thing you want to do is receive a pre-approval or pre-qualification based on general information later just to find out uh, that the pertinent, the pertinent information wasn't taken into account. For instance, it's important to let your lender know whether you plan to be working in the same state that you plan on residing or plan to purchase your home. That's important information they would need to know during the application. And also student loan debt. Be upfront with the amount of student loan debt you have incurred because whether or whether you are or aren't using the doctor loan, your loan is um, approved based on your debt-to-income ratio. The only but significant difference in standard conventional and, doc and the standard conventional loan and the doctor loan is the standard conventional guidelines do not allow you to exclude payments for any deferred loans, IDRs, or loans in forbearance. Now, the doctor loan will. Um, will allow you to exclude or use IBR payments to qualify, which is especially important for individuals transitioning into residency, fellowship, or early in their attending career where, students lo where student loans might already be deferred or in IBR, which is income-based repayment, by the way. Um, having, an, having an agent through this process is important, and having an agent that is knowledgeable about your field and also this loan product is key to helping you ask the right questions to your lenders so that, the trans, so that your transaction doesn't crumble while in underwriting. So ask what you don't know and tell your agent and lender what they need to know up front, of course. And like I say on any show, and you will hear me probably say on every show, hire the right team of professionals that will work together for your best interest. I'm not going to ever apologize for saying that enough, just so you know. Now, if you have ever bought a home before or know of someone who has bought a home before or heard of someone who's bought a home before, ask, um, and you have heard of a buyer asking for asking the seller to assist with closing costs, um, it's normal. That's typical with the standard financing. And is that allowed with the doctor loan? Yes, it is. Um, in fact, and I believe that it's an added benefit. However, the amount, however, the amount of seller assistance will vary based on the bank you are using. Now, I work with um, two, two banks. One bank, uh, which allows up to 3% seller's assist, and, and another that allows up to 6% seller assist. So you want to do your research. And the doctor loan is available in, I believe, all 50 states now. So this should make it a bit easier in finding a lender to assist you, regardless of your location. And actually, speaking of assisting, I almost forgot, doctor loans don't just stop at purchasing. You can also refinance with a doctor loan, believe it or not. Even if you haven't already, even if you didn't previously have a doctor loan in the current home that you own, but you want to refinance and you want to refinance under the doctor loan and its benefits, well, you can. The benefits are the same, but there, uh, there are rules, of course, right? There's rules with everything. But I believe the rule with, with the refinance is that the property must be a primary residence and the doctor is more than 10 years out from fellowship or residency. So, you know, that's pretty interesting for those who are already in the home ownership, and this may be your first time learning about the doctor product, and you may want to refinance, which also reminds me of a commonly asked question um, that I get a lot, which is, can spouse's income be used even if he or she is not a doctor on the purchase side, of course? So, 
pretty much can a spouse who is an adopter be listed on a mortgage application? And the answer is actually yes. So as long as one of the borrowers is a qualified doctor, their spouse can be included in the loan process along with their income, but guess what? So is their debt. So you want to keep that in mind. Uh, if a doctor's spouse, say, for instance, already owns real estate, uh, that could actually mean a house sale contingency on your new offer on your new house. So you want to keep that in mind, and also, as we discussed earlier, debt-to-income ratios could change when using a spouse's income uh, and combining debt. So keeping with the questions, actually, uh, we can now open up and respond to your questions live on air. You can dial in 72319 to ask your questions live on air. You can also email hreassociates at gmail.com or visit us on Facebook, Real Estate Real Talk, or Healthy, Healthy Real Estate and Associates, and post your questions to our page. Boy, actually, okay, so hello, and thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Real Talk. You are live with your – I'm sorry for the error. Um and for the playback, but one other thing that was not mentioned um, in regards to qualifying for the DACA mortgage is the credit score for this program. Um, there is a minimum credit score of at least 700 of, of at least of a minimum of 700. Excuse me, credit score. In my experience, at least, um, I have not worked with a lender thus far who offers this product. If your score isn't at least between a 700 or a 720, so. Your LTV, which is your loan-to-value, may even depend on your score when qualifying for this type of mortgage. And what I mean is um, you may find a bank who may offer the loan for, uh, if your credit score is, say, at 700. Uh, however, they may offer it with a 95% financing at a 700 credit score. However, with a 720 credit score, you may qualify with that same bank um, you may qualify with that same thing, however, at 100% financing. So it depends. And that's another question to ask is a lender is based on your credit score, does the loan-to-value uh, ratio change or does it matter? But sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But back to our question session, um, again, if you have those questions, you can dial in or send an email again to hreassociates.com. We did, however, have some questions that have came in a little earlier um, prior to starting the show that I just wanted to go over with our listeners. And one of those questions were, why do the why does the rules drastically change with each lender? And I, I thank you first for your question, and I think that's a great question. Um, however, it is somewhat of a mortgage-related question but I'll try to answer it to the best of my ability. Um, and the true answer is I really don't know, but I'm assuming um, when a bank is using their own funds and not, selling, and not selling it on the secondary market, they can pretty much make up whatever rules they want. Uh, it doesn't necessarily make the choice any better or any worse, but I hope that helps somewhat. I, if you would like, you, I can take your information and have one of our lender professionals get back with you with a more specific answer. But, again, that's uh, the best answer I have for that question. And, again, thank you for your question. Um, again, we are taking questions live if you have them on air. 
there was another one or is another one coming in. Um, and this question is, let's see if this is related to mortgage. Can this loan be used more than once? Yes. Yes, this loan can actually be used um, multiple times, unlike, say, the VA loan, but more so like a USDA loan. So, yes, this loan, the doctor loan, can be used more than once. Again, there, I'm sure, is a rule around that. So if the new home that you're purchasing and your prior home you purchased using the doctor loan, if your new, your new home, I believe, has to be, again, your primary residence, very similar to uh, the refinancing um, part of the question. So thank you again for that question. And to answer your question, yes, you can use the doctor loan more than once. So our next question our next question is, bear with me one moment, guys. What type of properties qualify for this loan? What type of properties qualify for this loan? Okay, that is also a great question because, again, I believe that depends on the lender because I do know that not all lenders extend the doctor loan for, say, condos is a good one or a very common one in Delaware, um, which means that this is just another good question to ask a lender up front, especially if you have not established or ruled out condos at the point of your buyer consultation with your realtor. If that is still an open option for you, that is definitely a question that you want to ask your lender in advance uh, whether or not condos or even townhomes, for that matter, is it qualifies under that particular bank's guidelines um, in regards to the doctor loan. So if um, let's see if we have any other questions coming through. I believe that may be all of our questions for this evening. Again, if you have any questions that you can't even think of right now while we're live on air, you can, again, um, email, always email me, and I'll answer you personally or have one of our associates answer you personally, hreassociates at gmail.com. But if, you, if there are no other questions, I just want to thank you in advance for taking the time tonight to listen to our podcast. And in closing, if you are a medical professional and would like to schedule us along with one of our preferred lenders to come and discuss additional qualifying details of the physician loan with you and your peers, um, be sure to email hreassociates at gmail.com with your place of business, number of employees, and the name of the contact person. And if you are in the position where you are not quite sure that now is the right time to purchase a home, we also assist with helping you find a suitable home to rent. So you can contact us at 302-314-3775 for additional information and assistance. I just want to thank you all again for tuning in to Real Estate Real Talk with Sharon Hamilton. And please stay tuned into our Facebook page, Real Estate Real Talk, for updates on our new show topic for June with none other than Andrea Harito. So thank you again for tuning in, and I hope you all have a great night. Thanks for tuning in. For more content, visit us at thecocoexpressshow.com, blog